Quick disclaimer before the pod. We had some, uh, what would you call them? Technical difficulties with yeah, audio? Yeah, they were technical Audio difficulties? Difficult. Technically, they were difficult. Yeah. And we lost a little bit of Felipe's audio. We tried to do our best with it. Uh, so stick around. It comes right back in. He fixes himself. Uh, but, you know, we wanted to make sure we could hear a little bit of Felipe's luscious voice. You know what I'm saying? It was a good banter as well. I wanted some to keep it in. great banter. Yeah. We needed to leave it in. It's good conversation. Great conversation. Talking about the greatest uh, wide receiver duo of all time. So you better listen. And it might be Tyreek and Waddle. So oh. thanks. Stick around. Enjoy. Caps off. Welcome back to another episode of Caps Off. We are one game away from week eight being in the books. And we're making a little change today. Matan's gonna be in it hey again. Guys, how are hey, we? welcome. I've Happy. earned my sp- myself a seat. Huh? You look naked you without the without the beard. I don't like it. Thank you. I, I went mustache for Halloween. I went to a little seventies theme party. It was a you good literally vibe. you told me you got the pass from the girlfriend to keep the stash. No, and you no, shaved no. the it stash. Wasn't, it wasn't a pass. I didn't want to keep it. Why she was saying keep it, and I was oh, like, she wanted you to I don't want to keep it, yeah, by the way, so I shaved that's it. That's so rare, bro. If oh. Jess let you keep the mustache, would you always have it? Always. Dude, yeah. I, I won't even, I'll even take it a step further. You're, you posted that picture on your Instagram story, and you Amanda was like, Matan looks hot. Yeah, no, you everyone. look hot Thank with you. a mustache. I was, I was getting a lot of I was getting a lot of love, a lot of compliments. What? Bunch of people yeah. were going up to, to my guy. girlfriend and saying, yeah, he's he's really hot. You got yourself a hot one. Wow. So thank you very that's much. The first yeah. That's probably that's probably the first time enter onto the pod. That's probably the first time it's ever been like re, like reversed, right? Yeah, oh my god. Where people aren't coming to you like, hey, good pull, kid. Exactly, exactly. Whatever. It was a dub for the boys, but I had to shave off the stash. Cause I I, Cause bitch. I already stick out enough. I'm a very tall guy. I get enough attention as it is. I don't need the mustache. Once to it comes back, handlebar. Oh, <laughs> hear me out. Handlebar. Let me. Sh- do we do we have time? I had a I had a Snapchat memory come up today actually from a year ago today on Halloween that I think you you'll appreciate. This was last year. Oh my. Oh my God. lord. The mutton chops. <laughs> it was just me and my boys at my college house. That's incredible. Or I guess it was. I'm it gonna was be two honest. Years I ago. hate that. You know who you look oh, like. Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, What's that HBO show that just that just came out? Uh, fuck. And he's no, not the Dahmer one. It's Netflix. I don't remember. And he's no. I'll I'll explain for the, the audience. Shops. For those of you listening, I had the the whole like uh, it goes around sideburn. the around the sideburn yeah. and then up over the mustache. It's basically here. the Ben. I'll show you if you want to see the beard without the. It's not great, but it was funny for Halloween, so I did it and. Um, yeah, uh, I didn't get nearly as many compliments then. Granted, it was COVID, and I was I just in my house. Not a lot of compliments. No, Blackbird. not a lot of compliments. Blackbird, that's what it is. Never heard. I of haven't that. seen that. It's a great show on HBO. Is a that a pirate? <laughs> I thought Blackbird was a pirate. You're just a big HBO. No, that's Blackbeard. Guy. Blackbeard. Blackbeard. There we go. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Chops. So I don't have nearly as much mutton thickness chops. on one of those. Yeah, yeah, it was the deep mutton chop, but then goes up gotcha. into the. I don't like it. I feel like that's a 1970s basketball movie. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Also, Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween everyone? to everyone. Today is Halloween. Today is Halloween. And what did we dress up as? Uh, I, drew, I dressed up as uh, Felipe. Yeah, sweet. I will see in the group text yesterday, I suggested Jersey Day for Halloween because we already dressed up last week. And everyone's like, oh, I don't got a jersey. I don't got a jersey. So I'm just sitting here looking like a freaking schmuck wearing my jersey. Marshawn Lynch Bills. It's an awesome jersey. That is an jersey. awesome a good one. It's a good one. That is an awesome. I do look. I mean, I'm from Oakland, like him, basically. So we are one and the same. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'd say. No, that makes sense. Yeah. What about you? I'll be honest. I don't know. Well, I'm the same thing every week. Well, what'd it's you dress up as this Miami Dolphins. Uh, I was a uh, punk rocker, and then I was uh, Juni Cortez from Spy Kids. Yeah, damn with right. the band aids and all. That Hilarious. was a good one. That was yeah. Good. I was witty for. Uh, 
the time where you just like was you it make was there a cosplay yeah, or was I went, just like a pedophile? It was like a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People kept telling me I looked like a porn star, which That's I what guess I thought, I'll I thought take. you were like a porn but star. I, I went to this like seventies theme party and it was like a it was like a upscale uh, Studio Fifty Four. I don't know if you've heard of that. I it was have like heard. a you have yeah. So it was like a Studio Fifty Four theme party and is that uh, better than Studio Fifty Three? Apparently, yeah, oh, by cool. one. Cool. <laughs> and uh, so that's what I did. But let's quick, get into it. Wait, quickly, I just have a question though. Have there? You think there's ever been a porn star that's above like six six? How would there not be? Yeah, think about the odds. The odds, yeah. bro. Like what? You know how many millions? Porn for our sports you know how many? Well, <laughs> you know how many like, millions of porn star porn videos are? I guess. Yeah. Of course, man. There's plenty of pages. Trust me, and I would know. <laughs> like there are lots. <laughs> All, All right, right. Let's, let's stick right. to the topics uh, at hand. We oh. got some good ones after another uh, good week of football. Oh, God, great week of football. Adam, week of I wanted football. to talk about your Dolphins. Yes, I did too. Because I saw some things online that are saying that Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell are the best wide receiver duo in NFL history. Do you see the smile? What do you think about that, Felipe? I know you, have, just, I know you have thoughts. <laughs> there's, no, there's no way. I'll say, hold on, hold on, hold on. Right now, they're currently on pace to smash the single-season record by a wide receiver Different duo. Different league now. But Different sure. league. It's only been eight games. We do have another nine games to play, so I'll give you that. However, God fucking damn it, this narrative of, like, Tyreek's not going to be able to do anything with, with Tua. You got Jalen Waddle, who's fourth in receiving yards. You got Tyreek, who's number one by a fucking mile. Like, God bless him. Because look at the shirt. All right? You see the fucking shirt. He can't make any points besides his damn shirt. <laughs> <laughs> he has nothing to back it up. And hold on, hold on. Y'all ready for this one? He's got the shirt, too? No Look at that. Oh. He's got the shirt. <laughs> you want a Tyreek shirt? Go to the game day dot shop because he's the best wide receiver in the NFL right now. That's yeah, a weird but, way to but say DeAndre Hopkins. but uh, Felipe, Yeah, we did just talk about D-Hop, so yeah. that doesn't... <laughs> Felipe, what do you want to no, say? I mean, it's... I mean, when you talk about duos, it's hard to overlook... Talk about all-time duos. I know. I better hope I Randy and Jerry. But not even that. How about Randy? Or sorry, I'm Randy Isaac and Bruce, Jerry. Tory Holt. Why did I say that? I didn't even mean I don't know. Why did you say it? I meant T.O. and Jerry. Yeah. But then oh, at yeah, the same yeah. time, I'm thinking Randy and Chris Carter. And at the same time, yeah. Tory Holt and Isaac Bruce. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, Des Bryant and Cole Beasley. That almost escaped my mind. Oh. <laughs> you have to talk about like the all-time receiving duos. And yeah, I mean... You forget about like Devin Duvernay and Sean Bateman and... Yeah, not so well, that they don't. Do on pace for great production, but I mean, that's all it is right now. You can't really compare them all time. Yeah, I mean, the th- like, I I think the best all time is easily Isaac Bruce and Tory Holt. It is. Like, it's not that close. Well, in terms of Jerry- single season production. Yeah, but then you have Jerry Rice and To, which it was at like the tail end of Jerry's career, but he's still Jerry fucking Rice. Let's be real. Obviously, like, they're not the greatest duo in terms, but they're on pace to be, from a yards perspective, the greatest duo in NFL history, and. I think it's pretty insane that, like, I saw a stat. Since 2000, there's only been four wide receivers that have put up more than 160-plus receiving yards in a single season. Or let me rephrase, 160-plus receiving yards four, four times or more in a single season, right? I think that's the stat. Is the stat. Most games with 160-plus receiving yards in a season since 2000. You got 2012, Calvin Johnson. He did it four times. You got 2015, Julio Jones, four times. 2015, Antonio Brown. Four times. Wow, 2015 was lit. And in 2022, Tyreek Hill, four times. It's been eight games. In 50% of the games that Tyreek Hill has played this year, he's put up more than 160 receiving yards. Yeah, I think Tyreek Hill gets slept on because I think one is size. Because we the prototype yeah. receiver, what we want nowadays is That's, that 6'2", big body go up and get a kind of guy. Tyreek is not that guy. 
Uh, so I do think he gets overlooked that way. But when you talk about those other three receivers you just mentioned, those are all in my top five ever. Mm-hmm. So I think, too, like when you think about Tyreek Hill, yeah, he's been one of the best, if not the best receiver in football the last few years. But like, I think it's just because everyone, like, and I'm guilty of this, too, is that they just label him as he's only good because he's really fucking yeah, fast. Yeah. And he's so oh, much more than that. Well, he's such a good jump ball, go get it receiver. Like, he's an incre- incredible route runner. I mean, I was going to say, I think people are only giving him credit because he was with Patrick Mahomes. But now he's with that's who? Now he's with Tua. That's who? And both and Tua is pr- like, well, Tua, Tua is also is, good. We are still, Tua is good. We're not sold that Tua is an elite guy yet. So, like, the fact that Tyreek Hill is still going out there and putting up these kind of numbers is ridiculously impressive without, you know, what Felipe would call the best talent we've ever seen on a football field. So No, facts. Like, I don't want, I don't what do you have to say about I'm also going to say, Tua's playing like a top 10 quarterback this year. Mm. He is. Yeah, he's for sure. First in passer rating, first in QBR, sixth in passing touchdown, seventh in yards per attempt. Like, dude missed three games. The Miami Dolphins are 5-0 and when Tua starts and finishes games. Put some fucking respect and on finishes. that guy's name. I was going to say, I was like, Five and one, technically, because he, he started starts. that game against NC. <laughs> okay, but there was also a drop touchdown by Chase Edmonds. It was a different game in that first half. All I'm going to say is the Miami Dolphins are a different team with Tua, and he had his best game against the Lions in a it, Dolphins I mean, uniform. I, it goes to show, What's, I feel like it shows you the Giants and Dolphins' success this year has kind of showed you that if you have a coach that's bought into your quarterback, mm. who others might not really believe him, if he buys into that and f- figures out some kind of offensive system for him, they can thrive. You know what I also love? We talked about, like, Alabama quarterbacks not being able to thrive. Two Alabama quarterbacks are fucking fantastic this year in Jalen Hurts and Tua Tungavailoa. Fuck Mac Jones. And then you have Mac Jones. (laughs) Mac Jones is the worst out of the three. Is Mac Jones the worst out of the Alabama quarterbacks in Jalen Hurts, Tua, and Mac Jones right now? Yeah, by a lot. That's not even a hot question. The fact that you said it. That's the very I mean, that's pretty easy to do when your quarterback's playing like Mac Jones. Pretty easy to outplay him. Last year, it was Mac Jones. But... Tua's playing great. Thank you. But it's like the guy who, like you mentioned, the passer rating and number one in, in passer rating and what else? Other QBR. Some stats. QBR, like all that, all that cool stuff. That's efficiency, right? At the end of the day, that's what it, it's, it's not how explosive you are. It's not how you can take the top off the defense and stuff like that. And I think when we evaluate elite quarterbacks and some of those quarterbacks are at the top of the pack, Tua's never going to be there. And if I'm a head coach or if I'm a fan of a football team that wants to win, like, let, let's, let's be real. As a fan of a football team, yeah, you want to see your team win games, but you really want to see your team win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That's why I worry as a Giants fan, even with the Giants winning these games, is I don't think Daniel Jones is going to take you over the top because he doesn't have the ability. He doesn't have that game-changing ability. Neither does Tua. So if I'm a Dolphins fan, I'm not too excited about what Tua's doing because – I saw him yesterday, and we talked about this before we even came out here. He winded up like he was about to throw a 90-yard touchdown pass, and it went like 16 yards. Look, but I also said, too, <laughs> and what I came back to is anything between 5 and 30 yards, that thing's going to be on a fucking rope. Anything right. yeah, beyond but, 30 yards, it's going to be But you know in the playoffs when you have impressive. Aaron Donald chasing you and you got a receiver streaking down the field and you got to go throw that thing deep. I agree with Tua's you. Tua's not going to get that to you, and those are the type of games or type of plays that change the outcome of a game. But what made Drew, Joe Burrow can do? But what made Drew Brees the elite quarterback? No, Drew Brees was awesome. What made Drew, Drew Brees, Brees had great arm strength, accuracy? Yeah, like great arm strength. Was Drew Brees one of the most accurate quarterbacks in NFL history? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, and that's Tua's superpower. So I don't need you at but the end of the day. Had arms. Drew Brees was a complete uh, quarterback. Tua is not. Again, I'm not mad about that. What I'm just trying to say to you is I could win with that. I saw Jimmy Garoppolo take the 49ers to the Super Bowl. And I think and, and they didn't two, win the Super again, Bowl. Again, and Tua is a far more accurate quarterback than Jimmy G is. No. And it's in year three, I'm seeing Tua actually begin to put together things that you wanted to see him 
learn in the NFL. This quarterback at Alabama, sure. we didn't believe was there anymore. We believed that the hip injury took him out. We believed we, we wanted to say he was trash, he was a bust, all these things. Out of the four quarterbacks from that draft, he may not be the best, but out of the four, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, and Jalen Hurts, he's got the best winning percentage. So all I'm saying is he's a winner. So let's just be patient with how far he could take that, the, the skill sets that he possesses. Let's just not say he's never going to be a fucking elite quarterback. We don't know. We don't know. All right. But put some respect on his name, well, and now I'm fired up. Well, Go get a shirt. The, the question was about the Dolphins wide receivers. So, like, which duo today? Are there any wide receiver duos today that you would take over the Dolphins wide, wide receiver duo in Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle? Jamar Chase and T. Higgins? You'd still, you'd Jamar, still take Jamar them over? Jamar T. is the only one that I might, but I would still take the Dolphins over them. What about yeah. Justin Jefferson and Thielen? I've been saying that. I wouldn't. A you younger would take Thielen. Jefferson and Thielen over? Well, I'm thinking, I'm nodding because that's how I process my thoughts. I nod. You know, I can't go <laughs> sideways. I can go up and down when I think, bro. Uh, I, I think it's really close because I think Justin Jefferson no, by not. himself might be better than all of those guys. And I think Adam Thielen is the best one. Adam boy Thielen is yeah. leaps and bounds shittier than Jalen Waddle. Facts. Adam Thielen is fucking such close. a good route. But I think I don't in know, terms yeah. of what he's asked to do. Adam Thielen does what his job just as good as anyone else. What about Velas Jones Jr. and Equinamia St. Brown? <laughs> they're up there. They're up there, bro. Okay. Velas Jones Jr., he's fast as shit. He's running them in the round yesterday against the Cowboys. He looks good. good. So are there any other duos you no, would take Tyree, over Tyreek Tyree, and Jalen Waddle? No. Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle are by far the best wide receiver duo right now in the NFL. I'm not going to take Jamar and T over them but let me at all. I'm not going to take Jamar. You guys can rewind, rewind a few weeks, too, and I was saying that. He did say it. Week one, he said it. Week one, he said it. No, it's not a bad take, but let me propose something to you real quick. Full health, full strength, with a good quarterback that's not going through a divorce. Mike Evans, Evans and Chris God. Godwin. Yeah, wow. Not, I'm not even that mad about it, but I, I think I think they, in terms of Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle, and Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin probably complement each other the best mm-hmm. out of them with yeah. a healthy, sane Tom Brady. Non-divorced. You know, like you have Evans who could take the top off. Obviously, he's slower. We've always talked about this, but someone that has just been the most consistent wide You're receiver. In the end zone, he's going to pull down that ball. And, and then Chris Godwin, in terms of being able to be a route runner, like yeah. T. Higgins and Jamar, like Jamar is an alpha. If I could like plug and play any of those six wide receivers there, Jamar Chase and Tyreek Hill would by far be, they would be in the yeah. conversation of the greatest duos in NFL history. Sure. Like officially, officially because of the way they could compliment Cooper each other. Cooper Cup and Allen Robinson. Mm. <laughs> nah, but Allen's starting to come in. Stefan Diggs and Gabe Davis. Hell no. Dude, Gabe Cole, Davis. I'm just, I'm just thinking crazy. of other, of other. Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. Yeah, there's like some, there, some, there's some really some good whisper. ones. They've been playing well. You know? uh, yeah. I'm just trying to think of others. I just well. think right now it's, it's not close because there's production to back up how well they're performing. And, I mean, you said it in week one. Like, there's, it's not, it's not really, you even said it when we were talking about what to do, do hey, today. if there was a good quarterback on the Jets, Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson would Yo. be filthy. Yeah, but I, yeah, I but they're not there. They're not, they're none of, neither of those yeah. guys have produced enough to show us that they could be yeah, even a number exactly. one yeah, guy on their right. team. So <laughs> Outside of, but also, if you want to go down that route, outside, we'll get like, there. Yeah, we'll get, we, to, we'll get to the Jets. Elijah we're going to talk to the Jets. But no, I think Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle by far are the best receiving duo in the entire NFL right now. It's not even that close. And if you want a Tyree Kill shirt or a Jalen Waddle shirt, go to the game day.shop. You can get one like this. Damn right. All right. Jack, let's move on to your team for a second. I got oh, no, more do- no more Dolphins. Jack has been quiet. I'm, I'm, first I- of all, I'm tired. And second of all, when I think when you start talking Dolphins for too long, I just zone out. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I'm just like, I'm happen. like, bro, who cares this much about the fucking can we, Dolphins? Can we say one thing, like, though? Can we say one thing? We all got a win yesterday. All of our teams no. are good. 
Except, I mean, y'all yeah, had to come back. Well, you've been winning, all right, bro. I don't yeah, want to hear y'all, it. Y'all had to come back down like from twenty-seven to seven. Hey, the Giants, Giants so sad, the Giants Cowboys, like themselves go yesterday. fucking Niners. So, like, all right, I, all right, I, I yo, But Jack, I do want to talk about your team for a second because Christian McCaffrey was proving yesterday that he might be the best running back in football. Mm. I, th- you c- you can either say that Christian McCaffrey is the best running back in football, but I want to go like a little bit of a different step and say that Christian McCaffrey is the best weapon in the NFL. Yeah, maybe yeah. not the best player, but the best weapon. Well, we like, haven't seen Michael Parsons so many ways. in backfield. If we saw Michael Parsons, Michael, potentially, if Michael Parsons put that boy, offense, put that boy in a oh fullback. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Michael, dude, dude he fourth. would be a disgusting <laughs> tight end. Yeah, Michael, he would. Bro, he would be I mean, good at anything, but like he's built back? like a tight end. He's just like how tall is he? Six six? Like no, he's six. He's like six. Christian McCaffrey? No way. Michael Parsons only six one. Is he actually only six one? Yeah. That is insane. I thought he was taller. He just looks bigger. I know, but he plays so fucking big. That's yeah. insane. He just looks to me. big on the When he's running anyway. yesterday into the end zone. Okay, sorry. We I want to talk about Christian McCaffrey. We're going to the Cowboys. Why are we talking yeah, about Yeah, I agree. Let's no, talk he's 6'3. About... Michael Parsons is 6'3. Okay. That's pretty good size. Yeah, it's cool. But he built. He's, he's a big boy. He's built he's like, big. like Thomas the Train oh, or something. Yeah. He's fucking huge. I'll agree with you, though, on that. Like, Christian McCaffrey, like, I don't. At least there's not, like, many weapons that come to, my, to mind when I'm, like, thinking, like, what do I want in someone that can be a, just a multifaceted player? Like, just an player. absolute game-breaker, game-changing Ty player. Tyreek Hill like, is one. Tyreek Hill, yeah. One. Debo is one, too, because of the Debo way you can use one. him. And he's on the same team. That's yeah, Christian no, that's McCaffrey disgusting. is just, like, you – look, who would you say backed up – who's backing up Jimmy Garoppolo? Uh, right Purdy? now, Big Cock Brock Purdy. Big yeah. Cock Brock Purdy? Like – Brock Purdy. Let's put Christian McCaffrey back there if if, Yo, if Jimmy G goes down. That was a dot. That it was, was a dot. Dime. Right, uh, right that in the breadbasket. Oh, nice. like, oh, oh, my Lord. Lord. It's like 30. 30? 35, I think. You got Lamar yeah. Jackson, dual threat, Jalen Hurts, little read option. Fuck it. Give me CMC, read option with Debo Samuel. Oh, my. I, I kind of agree with you. I think Christian McCaffrey is the best weapon in the NFL. I think that's... I'm, I'm so pumped to see because it sucks. Because like, the Niners did what they did yesterday without Debo Samuel, which is yeah. crazy to me. So imagine once those two are on the same team, like, because it's really obvious that McCaffrey already knows the playbook pretty well, and they have a bunch of packages for him. Once they get the Debo slash Yuschek slash McCaffrey slash Kittle, Ayuk, that whole pe- they, oh my god! You want to know what I think is also crazy about that Christian McCaffrey? Package. Like yesterday, and I think it goes to why he's the best weapon in the NFL. He outscored Derek Carr yesterday as Not a that, thrower. As a, as as a, a thrower. Yeah. Okay, let me rephrase. As a passer, he outscored Derek Carr. Not that hard to do with the way the Raiders are playing, but still incredibly For impressive. Sure, sure. As a rusher, he outproduced Jonathan Taylor, mm, who many good. have said is better than CMC. And Went above I'll him in every fantasy Fel- I'll give Felipe every credit, who has said CMC is still the best running back and has consistently been on that. That's and then true. as a receiver, Christian McCaffrey outscored Justin Jefferson. So I want to ask another question. If Christian McCaffrey was not a running back and was just a wide receiver, where would he rank amongst the best wide receivers in the NFL right now? It's hard to say because he catches passes a lot of time from the backfield. Yeah. But he, I mean, dude, he's so fucking shifty. If you put him in the slot to run routes. Yeah, nah, forget forget the swing routes and the screen passes and just the stuff that's quickie, designed right. for him to get in space. Him as a route runner would be a top 10 player. Like, he'd be a top 10 receiver. I, I, don't, I don't even know. The way, the way he moves and that. cuts and everything. And, oh, my. You saw him go up and get that ball in the end zone, oh too, yesterday. My. Like What I always remember is that one game the, the Panthers were playing the Jaguars. Probably the ugliest matchup ever. I hate ever. the way you say Jaguars. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Like he's ja- not alone it's in probably ha- saying that, I by know. the way. It's probably how we say it in Texas. You know, shout out yeah, to Yeah, like, I've heard lots of people say that, especially it's like on Texas. J-A-G wires. Like, that's, that's oh, what it is. Ben. Oh, Ben. <laughs> Ben's got a parlay. 
the game Believe day's five leg parlay over Texas yeah. over five. I did not times. mention Texas four Yo. times already, bro. He's been you've counting. Men- you've mentioned it four times. <laughs> oh, but did I say two is elite? <laughs> I think it's throughout yeah, yeah. the day. Mm. I think it's throughout the day, so it could have been before the record, oh, also. Wow. Yeah. But that's so funny. Lipe wow. over five times bench. Right now, Texas for, for just the listeners, right now, Ben, uh, his his costume is a uh, is a live parlay that he's checking off. Here, let me show the let me show yeah, the camera. Oh but basically, for just you listeners, <laughs> it's got a bunch of it. things. It's a five leg parlay. Let me sh- let me show this camera. Here, here. I'll hold it. I'll hold it. You t- yeah. Um, and basically, one of the options is Felipe mentions Texas over five times at plus 185. <laughs> that's, and that's right now, we're money. at a four times. I thought that was the first time. I oh, my it's God. It's four times. It's 1024 in the morning. Uh, <laughs> like... This is too that funny. We got we got a bunch of bets going on live live uh, caps off parlay. Adam says two is elite or a dolphin sound at plus one twenty. Well, Hasn't happened yet, but that's Did you not say elite? I th- I oh. thought I, I said top ten. Oh my god. Over over five games of fives. Okay, we like to play a game of like uh, mini hoops I like basketball. Jax. Jax is coming any t- any second now though. Oh, it's it's about to come, Ben. You're gonna <laughs> catch that one in very quickly. And then Jack's <laughs> Jack's parlay to hit is that he says this uh, the Niners are Super Bowl contenders. All right, so wait, so let, let right. Felipe finish so, his thought. So, what and then were we we'll talking move about on. again? So, so, so Christian <laughs> McCaffrey has a route runner. Right? Okay, Christian so McCaffrey. The Panthers were playing the Jaguar Jaguars. 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 <laughs> the Jaggies. Yeah, there you go. The Jags. The Jags. And Christian McCaffrey moved out to the slot, and they put Miles Jack. Miles Jack, who used to be a running back at, at UCLA, yep. but linebacker, so one of the most athletic linebackers in the league on him. And he just hit him with a little, uh, a little slant, but first like a mm. little outbreak, and then kept cutting back in and left uh, Miles Jack in the dust. And it just showed you how elusive and just how good of a route runner he is, how quick mm. out of his breaks he is, how bursty he is. And it was just like... That showed me. I mean, that, that dude could be a receiver right now. Because, like, what, we see that all the time with Justin Jefferson. And it's like, you get those, like, high school coaches on Twitter. Like, oh, this is how you should run around. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey does that every single time he steps at a receiver. So, I want them to start using him like they use Debo. Obviously, Debo's listed at receiver. They use him as yeah. a running back. But they should start doing the same thing with Christian McCaffrey. Lining him up as a running back. I'm, and then, I, I guarantee and you then use him as a receiver more say, I guarantee you they do end up doing that. Because the 49ers, more than any other team, run a ton of motions and trying to confuse the defense. So I guarantee you see some weird motion yeah. where you get Debo coming to the backfield and then Chris McCaffrey splits out wide and just like just really fucks with So them. here's a here's what else Wait, I'm thinking I got, about I fa- the uh, I found something also on that. Every on time what? you try to change the subject, Adam's like, oh Adam's no, always chiming in here. Well I just <laughs> looked up speak. I just I wanted to look up receiving grades for this year. Um, and Christian McCaffrey, if you just looked at him as a receiver on PFF, mm. would currently be a top five wide receiver in terms, oh, of, damn, in terms of in terms of wide receiver grades. Now it's tough because it's it's he's less the route tree's a little bit smaller. Obviously, like yeah. you said, he's coming out of the backfield. But if we're just looking at pure receiving grades, Christian McCaffrey's a top five Wait, wide receiver right now. Who's above him? You got you have like Valus Jones or something. He's actually actually excuse me he's four at AJ Brown's eighty four point four and Christian McCaffrey was I gotta hit the back button but I believe it was eighty four point five. Cooper Cup, Tyree Kill, and Stephon Diggs. Okay, wow, that's Damn. Right there. So the, that's a so legit Christian McCaffrey grade, is in like, the in the top. It's five not, that's not some niche category then. It's like the elite. That's oh, yeah, that so is the elite. If Christian McCaffrey played wide receiver, he'd be a top five receiver. Correct. Yeah. And Damn. <laughs> And that is why Felipe said top ten. Felipe said top ten. And that is why the numbers the 49ers, are- check it off, Ben, 
are the biggest Super Bowl contenders in the NFC. I think they are. Out they the should Eagles? be the Outside NFC. The That's absolutely dumb to say that when you nope. have a team that literally hasn't lost in 2022. <laughs> yeah, but you also off screen said that the Cowboys are better than the Eagles. I do think that. <laughs> well, well, but let's talk about this head for a second. Head. Let's talk about this for a second. Is who at said. this point, now that the 49ers have Christian McCaffrey, are they the best team in the NFC? And if not, who is? It's a three. It's a three-legged race. It's them, the Cowboys, and the Eagles. I think. I don't I think any other teams are that close right now. I know the Seahawks look legit. I know the Ni- Niners. Uh, it's always about the Niners in my head. I know the Giants look very good right now. I just don't. I'm not as sold on those two, those two teams, teams based either. off of because what we've seen with the Eagles, Niners, and Cowboys, I think they can be much more dominant than those other teams. I think the face. Cowboys, the Eagles, and the 49ers are all fantastic right now. The reason I'm going to say the 49ers are the scariest team in the NFC, though, right now, is the amount of injuries that have happened to that team, and they've shown that without matter. Debo Samuel against the Rams, they were fucking electric. Without him, without our Eric Armstead, it doesn't matter. They're still. It doesn't the matter. Lost to the Bears. It doesn't the Niners lost matter. To the Falcons. It does matter because you're talking about how they beat the the Rams. Well, the Cowboys killed the Bears. Nobody cares because the Bears fucking. Suck. Bro, I don't care what happened in Week One, Week Two, Week Three. What I care about is down the stretch who is going to be the best team. And right now, while I'm saying I'm the biggest, the, uh, the most afraid of the the 49ers is the amount of injuries. And if that team can start to get healthy and Bro. Jimmy G can play above average football like he did yesterday against the Rams, See, you what, as a Cowboys fan better be afraid. But I'm going to point back at you. Please do. What you're doing is a dangerous game right now. Let me tell you why. Eagles fans are <laughs> annoying <laughs> as shit, right? <laughs> Eagles fans <laughs> fucking suck. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, we got another parlay, another, another problem. Wait, what are you saying? Eagles fans fucking suck. They don't need more ammunition. Their team is undefeated, and they're getting slept on. That's scary. Yes, but The Eagles are getting true. slept on as a, a, a 7-0 and team? Yes. No, the Eagles are fantastic. That is so scary, but, and it's people like you. I'm trying to give them their credit because I don't want the smoke. I don't want the smoke, bro. <laughs> Look at Olivia. I really don't want the smoke. So, but it's people like you who are gonna make the Eagles make a scary ass run in the playoffs. I'm just saying, let's though, just hype them up. Let's the just Eagles have the, I'm, the Eagles seven and zero. Mazel fucking tov. However, the 49ers haven't been the. Oh my god. Geo's got the Nacho Libre mask. The on. 49ers <laughs> haven't been healthy. And they're going to start getting healthy. The Cowboys, who are still, you know, without Tyron Smith, who will come back in December, are going to start getting healthy. And the Eagles have had the easiest schedule. Now, I'm just saying, 7-0, credit to them. They are the best team in the NFL right now. They rightfully deserve that honor. But the back half of the NFL season is coming. And if this 49ers team begins to get healthy like they seem to do every single year, if the Cowboys begin to get healthy and we finally are seeing them play, if they want to give more snaps to Tony Pollard, I would love that. I'm just saying, like, the NFC, those three teams are fucking – those are dragons. Those are lethal animals right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. The All top right, so half – can I just put pose? The top half of the NFC is far better than the top half of the AFC. Hmm. Because you no. have Bill's Chiefs there in the, Not, AFC. In the AFC. Bill's I Chiefs? I disagree. And then who's after Bill's Chiefs? Exactly. Bengals no, I, I agree. Or the top two – yeah. The top two versus these top three. Okay, the top three of the NFC, top three of the AFC, yeah, it's the NFC maybe. That's, but that's what I'm saying. I yeah. still think the but Bills the, and the, the Chiefs top are two better. The AFC are, are so strong. So yes, wait, rank, yes. All right, rank these NFC contenders then. You go Eagles, Niners, and Cowboys. How would you rank those three? I'm going to go right now because the Eagles are undefeated. I can't do anything with yeah. it. Yeah, he's so, so e- afraid of I'm, Eagles fans. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't afraid. Hold on. Don't get it twisted. I'm not you afraid said of earlier before we recording, you think the Cowboys are better than the Eagles, so let's just say it. They are with Dak Prescott. Mm. Okay, but, so but rank I give, the three. I give, I give a team that has won their credit. 
The Eagles haven't lost yet, so I'll go Eagles, Cowboys, Niners. The Niners have had some bad losses, some real bad losses. The Cowboys had a bad loss week one and have gone up since then with the backup quarterback. Now Dak is finally getting hot, so you got to give Dak and, and the Cowboys their credit, and the Niners look good too, but like I said, a couple bad losses. I'm going to say Eagles, 49ers, Cowboys, because what they did, what the 49ers did against the Rams without Debo and, and Juszczyk was lethal. No, the and Rams I think- fucking suck. <laughs> doesn't it doesn't matter like and you, you beat and you blew you out so the fuck, you and you blew out the bears who fucking suck too like win your fucking games i didn't say shit about beating the bears though that's the difference that's fair okay i just think <laughs> I, I think with the eagles like if the eagles make a trade for like a kareem hunt like a power back that can compliment because yeah, miles be sanders scary, is bro. is a miles sanders is not the guy for me personally and with the, that offensive line the way the secondary is playing guy shout out philadelphia and shout out you know what shout out to all you guys yeah 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 yeah. Uh, you know who also deserves a shout-out after this week? There were really high expectations on the New York Jets. So I want to talk about, I think Zach Wilson might be the worst quarterback in football, but I want to hear what you guys have to don't say. Don't think. Don't think. He's. You think he is? I think he's the worst quarterback I don't right think now. he's the worst. There's a few very, very bad ones, and he is very bad. I don't think he's like... Well, I don't know. Dump, I'm, I'm of, curious. Think of a starting like, quarterback that's yeah. worse than him right now. Granted, starting. he put up all right numbers, but he looked terrible. Like the three mm-hmm. interceptions he threw were disgusting. They were horrific. Super easily avoidable, and he basically it just looked like he was aiming for the defenders each at least, time. At least the guy fucks, though, man. You know, like, <laughs> if, you, if you're gonna be he's good at something, at least he's got that. That's a good thing Wait, to be good is at. Is Taylor Heineke better than him? Well, yeah, he led the yeah. he led the, like led, uh, the Commanders like to a comeback. I like Heineke better. Like Baker Hill's better than him. I don't know. I don't know. No, They're both no bad. Davis Mills is the only quarterback in the NFL that's starting quarterback in the NFL that's worse than Zach. But but who has better weapons? Zach. And he's yeah. in that conversation of playing worse. I just think with Zach Wilson, like Elijah Moore, they, they asked Elijah Moore in the press conference, like, that's what's sucked. your chemistry like with, with Zach Wilson? He's like, I don't know, I don't get the ball. You know what he should have said? That sucked, yeah. Ask Jason McCourty. Or Devin McCourty, whichever McCourty twin it is. Ball. Because he had, he had what, two INTs? He had more chemistry with Zach Wilson on Sunday than fucking uh, well, Elijah Moore. Moore did. So I'm just, with Zach Wilson, it's like, he, I never, look, you've always said it, like the intangibles wise. And like we've seen, there are plays, I'll give him credit, there are I'm plays sure. where like that's a Zach Wilson play. Like, mm. But there are so many more moments where it's like, what the fuck? Dude, he. Did you just do? He just panics <laughs> so much anytime he gets any pressure on. It's absurd. Like, I, I know he's got the elusivity, so maybe it's like, is that elusivity? Good word. Yeah, elusive, yeah. Elusiveness? Elusiveness. Good word. But, like, is it, at some point, I, don't I think, think it, it seems is, like actually. Not, no, uh, he said it sounded smart, but then he said elusiveness. Wait, and then I was like, that's just say it. Elusivity. No, no. elusivity. Oh. It's not a word. It's elusiveness. Can we, it's elusiveness. Can we make it a word? All right, so we're going to the tape, anyway, and it where is I'm going confirmed with this elusiveness. Is Zach Wilson, uh, he knows he's so elusive that the fact that I think whenever he gets any pressure on him, he just fucking panics and tries to run out of the pocket, yeah. escape some guys, and make something happen. And then he makes a stupid bonehead interception. He does that all the time. He did, yeah, he did that a lot. But we've seen, very similarly, Justin Fields in that same boat do a lot of that, and we're kind of seeing them turn the corner right now. But they're drafted the same year, weren't they? Mm, or was yeah, it? They were. They're yeah. drafted the same and year, the and Justin Fields got... looked worse earlier this year, and now he looks leaps and bounds with better. far less talent. Well, all I'm saying is, if Justin Fields, because it's the same thing, running too early, not trusting his reads, he knows he has the athletic ability. It's what we've always said about athletic quarterbacks, it's, which has kind of we've you kind of doubt them a little bit because you don't know if they can go through their progressions because they have that ability to run. But if Justin Fields can kind of make that switch, maybe Zach Wilson can too. But I, again, I, I've always I'm the main one who's been talking about his upside and like 
he has the ability to make such great plays and he has the intangibles and the upside. But, I mean, yesterday was horrible. I think the boneheaded plays, like those interceptions that he throws that are so bad, far outweigh what he can do. That's good. And at some point, as Adam likes to say, you have to say, you know, fuck what you can do. It's like, give, what give me done? production now. And yeah. if you can't do that, we got to go to something would, that's well, let me. Would, would the bets be? Would the Jets be better off with Joe Flacco? You think? Yes. Probably, yeah, but they were with Mike not, White. Yeah, yeah. With they Mike just White, put too. Mike White as the second string. Guy and on the and depth did chart, you though. see what Robert Sala said after the game? They asked what? why'd you why'd you make Mike White active over Joe Flacco? He said at some point Mike White's a young guy. We need to see what we have in Mike White. Yeah. Oh, so I think boy. a time is coming. A yeah, time is coming I where Zach Wilson might lose his starting job. All right. Let's go into this though. Which of these quarterbacks do you think you would take over Zach Wilson? Ready? All right. Every single one right now. <laughs> Derek Carr. Yes. yes. Geno Smith. Yes. yes. Jared Goff. Yes. Marcus Mariota. Hell yeah. yeah. It's yes. fun to watch. Daniel Jones. Yes. yes. Trevor Lawrence. Yep. Yes. Justin Fields. Yep. Yes. Andy Dalton. No. No. It's not it, that hard. It is. I'm going to take Andy Dalton right now. He's oh going. He's doing God. less mistakes over Zach Wilson. Okay. Uh, Matt yeah. Stafford. Yes. Yes. Aaron Rodgers. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sam Ellinger. No. No. Taylor Heineke. Yes. yes. Jacoby Brissett. Yes. yes. No. Davis Mills. No. Nope. No. Kenny Pickett. No. no. P.J. Walker. I didn't get to no. answer that. No. I didn't get to answer what, that. What? Kenny Pickett. No. No. <laughs> there you go. Uh, P.J. Walker. Yes. No. No, you're no. taking PJ Walker over. And Zach I'll, Wilson? Tell, I'll, no, tell well, I'll tell you why. I'll tell. I said yes before. No, no. I, I meant yes. We're, we went back. You're yes, taking all I think of them. PJ Walker yeah. over over Zach Wilson. PJ Walker needs to be taken over Zach Wilson because of what he did strictly in that Falcons game. That was he need he deserves a leash. And against the Buccaneers. And against the Buccaneers too. Come on. Yeah, I'm all saying right. no. What Ballin. about what about Mac Jones? Uh, no, no, I'll take Mac. no, no, no. I'll no, take, no. Mac, take Mac. Yeah. Bailey Zappi. Yes. Yes. Elite no. best quarterback in the NFL. I'd take Zappi over him. Um. But Mitch. Cooper Rush? Mitch Trubisky? No. Yes. <laughs> take it, Mitch. <laughs> what about Cooper Rush? Cooper Rush? Yes. Yeah. yeah really? Rush. Yeah, Rush, you take him. Uh, <laughs> Cooper Rush is on here. Jordan Love? No, I, I don't, no, I don't Back know. Back up in Green Bay? No, no, no. Um, nah. Baker Mayfield? Sam Darnold? Yes, nah, I'll take nah, Baker. Nah, nah. We've Baker? seen enough Baker about, this year, bro. <laughs> what about James? Wait, Garoppolo? but hold on. Yeah. Jimmy yeah. Garoppolo. Wait, 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 wait. We're off the rails right now. We're off the rails right well, now. We just if made Baker... it off the rails. Yeah, but Baker, I want to tell you. <laughs> no, 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 Baker. Yeah, we were on Baker. No one answered. I just think if you give I'll Baker take... the Jets' talent, it might be a different quarterback. Yeah, I'll take oh. Baker. I'll take Baker as well over Zach Wilson. I'll take Darnold as well. I will not take Darnold. Yo, I don't think you can. There's say not you can a take world Darnold. and I will ever take Sam Darnold. We already seen Darnold Jets didn't work. Yeah. Not with this talent. That's true, but Tom Brady. <laughs> yes. Tom Brady right now has been so bad, bro. Yes, obviously terrible. I'm taking Tom Brady over Zach Wilson. Okay, yeah, I'll good. take Tom. Good, good. Um, that's that's kind of all I got. That's I just went through a whole fuck Brock ton of Purdy, Ripian, Ripian. Oh no, Brett Ripian. You think Zach's coming for Tom's? For, well, for Giselle. Yo, probably. No, he's got he's got he's got a girlfriend right now. Zach will. My biggest my <laughs> biggest gripe with with Zach Wilson at this point is like the biggest comparison has always been Aaron Rodgers. There was a when when they went to Green Bay. They asked his dad, like, who do you watch the yeah. most? And obviously he watched Aaron Rodgers. They've, like, that's been his big, biggest comp in terms of off-script ability. And I swear there are moments where I watch Zach Wilson outside of the pocket where I'm like, you literally are saying to yourself you're Aaron Rodgers. You are literally saying to yourself to, you're Aaron Rodgers. And you make the most bonehead throws. And he has the 31st best passing grade on PFF right now. And Matt Ryan is 32nd. 
So I'm just saying, Zach Wilson, for me personally, like he might be right now with the amount of talent that he has around him, the worst quarterback in the NFL. And it's it's unfortunate yes. because the Jets finally have a good team. But to your point, though, that he makes – there's a difference between being – just not being good enough and making boneheaded plays. Boneheaded plays is just not thinking through. It's making dumb decisions. Well, he's young. He's still on his second year. He's like, been doing that. Though. He's No, he's been doing that a lot, which yeah. is why we say he's, he's not good. But when you think about like I, I, the Aaron Rodgers play, I want to make an Aaron Rodgers play, I want to make an Aaron Rodgers play. He can make that Aaron Rodgers play. He has the ability to. He's just making it. He's making dumb decisions and making yeah. bad passes because of that. Well, you know so, who we? I think it's two different things. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't change the fact that he fucking sucks and he's a bottom. Two I just think it's. I think it's hilarious that Jets fans went into the season saying Zach Wilson is the Messiah. He's going to take us to the promised Thanks, land. Bro. He's he's the savior that so the Jets early. need. That's a, the Jets have said that time and, and time wanna, again yeah. about wanna, their quarterbacks. And you want to know what's funny? And Sam Darnold, clearly the Sanchise, like Yeah, it's funny, too, because you just said, and they did say it, he's the one that's going to take them to the promised land. That promised land is the one that's going to fuck their season up. How so? Because the Jets actually have a good team around yes. Zach Wilson. They, yes. The offensive line, they've had a lot of injuries, but defense looks great. Brees Hall obviously goes down, but they have talent. Elijah Moore is not getting any playing time. Maybe he sucks. I don't think he does, but Garrett Wilson's fucking real. Tyler Conklin's not a bad tight end. Yeah. Like, Tyler Conklin had a great fantasy day this yeah. week. Yeah, so I'm – it's just like I, the blame is going to go to Zach right now because yeah. he's losing them games, and that and Mike White's going to come go. in. If Mike White comes in and wins a game with the Jets and does – he's Zach Wilson's not coming back from that. Yeah. So He's going to lose his job. Zach Wilson's playing a very dangerous game, and – it's it's worrisome. That's okay though, because the the skill set's on his side, right? Like when the Cardinals drafted, uh, what's his name that Kyler replaced? Josh, Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen. He just like he just didn't look like a quarterback. So it's like when he lost his job there to Kyler, even though he was a second year player. He knew, yeah, but like, Josh never had it out of UCLA. That's what I'm saying. So like you knew like he was never gonna, and but he was still a top ten pick. But so you knew he wasn't gonna like get another real shot in the NFL. But I think Zach Wilson. Let's say if it doesn't pan out with the Jets. A lot of teams are going to be salivating over him, over what they can do with him. Yeah, Facts. definitely. But at what, what was Josh Rosen at UCLA? What was Zach Wilson at BYU? Yeah, but Zach Wilson, the the prospect of Zach Wilson coming into the league was Josh Rosen never got comparisons to these elite quarterbacks. Josh, uh, Zach Wilson did. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was unfair. Can we talk Maybe. about Geno and the Seahawks sure. in some capacity? Sure, I hate them now. Oh, yeah, they, 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 <laughs> they put Gino's me into a, a depression. Geno looks. Wait, 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 wait. What can you we? Say? I do want to. Wait, wait. What? Yeah, he said Gino is a top ten. Gino Smith is a top ten quarterback right now. And yeah, yeah. It's not that hard. Facts. It's not like I'm making yeah. like a crazy. It took, you're not caught me off guard, it but it is right. Dude, yeah. so so many <laughs> throws right. that he made yesterday. I was like, how the fuck is Gino? He Smith just looks doing this? so smooth. Even if yeah. he's making incompletions, like his his guys were dropping balls yesterday, and he just puts it perfectly. Like even if it's a fucking ten yard slant, like yeah. just across the field, middle of the field, he just is going through the progressions perfectly. He makes it, puts it accurately. Like, he just looks good. Looks it's like a video crazy. game when he plays. He looks easy, too. It's crazy. And my favorite part about it is Tyler Lockett in the post-game press conference. Like, this is what happens when you don't have someone selfish at the helm. Mm-hmm. That was a full-on <laughs> subject at Russell Wilson. Mark was it? announcing the game yesterday, and yeah. I just thought that was funny because yeah, I'm pretty it? sure Gino took a starting job on the Jets. He did. <laughs> is, it, yeah. is, it time, is it time to say, too, that Gino Smith should very much be in the MVP conversation? Whoa. Damn. <laughs> We're halfway through the year, basically. They need to win. They need to win more. Like they're they're five hundred now, right? Like they need to win more. But dude, I think it's. Oh no, no, they're above five hundred. I think they're five and three. Who's? It's not a bad point. Like I think it should be Mahomes, Allen, and Geno Smith right now in the MVP. And Jalen Hurts. And Jalen Hurts. I did see something though that if if you flip, hold it, if you flip, uh, Geno Smith and Russell Wilson right now, and Russell Wilson was putting up these kinds of numbers, 
in Seattle, Russell Wilson would be in the MVP conversation. Exactly. Because exactly. it's just the name. It's like, what does Russell Wilson come with? It comes with like the years of him and Pete Carroll. Like, well, that he's whole a thing. Super Bowl G- ring. Super and he's Bowl been ring. the guy that's never won an MVP. Exactly. Like, oh. But Geno Smith, on the other hand, is a journeyman quarterback who's finally starting to get it together. And just because of that, like we don't want to put him out there on that limb and say MVP uh, candidate, but he really is playing like it. He just like kind of dissect like the Giants defense played really well yesterday for almost the entire mm-hmm. game. Good, yeah. And then at, down the stretch, he just put together two or really awesome it was just drive. one yeah. awesome drive. He was like five for five, and then threw the touchdown to Tyler Lockett, and he was just dominant. And then they got lucky a little bit. And here's the, the difference Giants between fumbled, Geno but. Smith, and I'll let you jump in in a second. Geno Smith and Tom Brady, when Tyler Lockett made that drop, right, like easy touchdown, dropped it in the bed basket, mm, red basket, I know you're going hit him, hit him in, the, in the face mask, and and dropped it. Gino went to Tyler Lockett on the sideline, talked mm-hmm. to him. It's all good. Pick it up. You know what I mean? Like, you're still that guy. You're still that receiver that what happened made to, multiple Pro yeah. Bowls or whatever. On the other hand, well, what, what happened did Tom after Brady that? Did? Tyler Lockett, again, I was Gino saying, puts couple it on plays the money. After. Yeah. Touchdown. Tyler Lockett catches it, brings it in. Obviously, the Seahawks go and win. The, on the other hand, Tom Brady, when a receiver drops the ball, I'm pretty sure he's not going over to him right now. Bro, you giving him more he's than not talking to you him. You see him screaming to nowhere. He, he just gets yeah. fucking pissed he's off. Yelling and he's yelling at him. screaming. Or he's fucking, or that's it. He gives him the silent treatment, and he's not going to look his way anymore. Yeah. It's just two different attitudes, right? Aaron Rodgers, too. Different attitude. It's, it's not how you win games. We said it last week or two weeks ago, I think it was. Like, that's the biggest thing that's standing out to me in the 2022 NFL season. It's... Teams that actually are buying in, buying yeah. quarterbacks are being a leader. And then you have these vet quarterbacks like Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers who like are – and yes, they are an upper echelon and above everyone else because of their play and they rightfully deserve to say these things. However, to be a leader in this day and age, you need to go up to that wide receiver and say, yo, I'm coming right back at you. You're going to be okay. We're, like, we're, let's keep it going. Aaron Rodgers is going to yell at you right now. That's what it looks like. He's going to say shit to you. He's going to talk shit. Tom, Tom Brady's, Brady's throwing you. fucking – God forbid an iPad for breaks. Like, he's bra- – oh, the man. amount of Apple Care Plus they fucking need nah, just – It's, <laughs> it's Microsoft, Microsoft Microsoft Plus. Microsoft Come on. Plus. Yeah, Come on. Give them their flowers. Just because you're an Apple whore doesn't mean the NFL. I am an Apple <laughs> But I want to – so, yeah, I just think when you look at Tom Brady and Geno Smith, they're two polar opposites, and there's a reason. One's winning and there's one – and one's losing. Yes, talent's different, health's different, but one – People want to play with that quarterback, and people don't want to play what with Tom Brady. What has this world come to that we're it's comparing insane. Geno Smith to Tom Brady? But it's a different NFL league. I know. This season is so weird, Tom bro. Tom Brady doesn't deserve to be compared I to know, Geno Smith I know. It's insane. At the end of the day. Can I go back to your MVP thing? And I think you said it, Felipe. It's by far the best point, which is like everyone in this MVP conversation is a big name. Yeah. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Tom Brady, Kirk Cousins, Kyler, Derek Carr, Matthew Stafford, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Then you got Geno Smith. Geno Smith wait, that was that was below Brady and Rogers. Wait, is that, that was, is that, that the was, odds for that the is the odds. That was the odds for MVP right no now. No way Yo. he's that low. Wait, in order. And that was in order. trying to tell us there's no fucking bias. Get the fuck out of here. How the fuck here, is dude. Tom Brady and Rogers over him? The MVP Kirk Cousins is over oh him, bro. Oh my god. The MVP race is rooted in bias. 100%. Because oh you have well, you got Tom Brady over him. He's been fucking ass. Over you got who? Her- Tell us the odds. You got Tom Brady at plus 8,000 over Geno Smith. Well, they have the same odds, plus 8,000, plus 8,000. How 8, the? You got Kirk Cousins at plus 4,000 above Geno Smith. You got Justin Herbert at plus 2,500, who has not been great by any means. What? Joe Burrow at plus 1,600, who has been better go. as of recently. And then you got Lamar Jackson at plus 1,200, who we know is electric and likely has a better chance to win MVP because of the things that he can do, but has been better, or let me rephrase, has been worse than Geno Smith. So... Like, right now, if I, when I look at this list, like, you got Tua, well, who's at plus 8,000 as well. Daniel Jones at plus 8,000. Bro, 
Geno Smith is above, way above that level too. And also, those two guys should be higher than Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, also, I mean, like that's it's crazy. just based on history. It's like based on yeah. historical based statistics. On so what what place is he in in odds then? What place is Geno Smith? He's in counting. Fourteen. <laughs> Fourteen. Well, it's really fifteen, but there's four guys, five guys tied at plus eight thousand. Here's here's my favorite one. That's... Out of the five guys tied at plus eight thousand for MVP odds, which one has the best chance of winning the MVP right now? Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Tua Tungavailoa, Geno Smith, or Daniel Jones? It's Geno Smith. Six people, I guess. It's Geno Smith. Uh. Tua, because he has the best team around him. Oh, maybe Tua, winning, maybe Tua. They start winning and they can wrap something together for the end of the season. It's going to be Tua. You like that? I you love like that. that. <laughs> Kirk Cousins, tell me you like that. I love that. Yeah, I it's just the Seattle. It's and unfair, also, man. It's unfair. Are the Seattle Seahawks the most slept on team in the NFL right now? Five, five and three? three? Dude, yeah, they're, yeah, they they're not going to be slept on for much longer, though, if they keep doing this. Yeah, I agree. Because, like, yeah, right? They're slept on. Everybody said they didn't have enough talent. They lost. I thought they were going to be the worst team in football this year. Yeah, I did too. I thought they were definitely going to be one of the worst. Teams I thought they were going to be like two and fifteen. They I mean, they came them. off a terrible season with Russell Wilson and yeah, where he was hurt and they didn't perform. But that just shows what you do, what you can do when you know it's different when your quarterback is hurt and your team still relies on that presence. Now when they don't have him, they have a full offseason without him. They can build an identity around something that's not Russell Wilson, mm -hmm. and they've been able to do that. And Geno Smith is a part of the system. Like, he isn't the system. Russell Wilson always felt like the system. And he had DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett around mm -hmm. him to make him, to, to help him out, really. You know, it's some toys there. But now it feels like a system that Geno Smith has bought into, DK bought into. Kenneth Walker looks like one of the mm -hmm. best running backs in football. And Pete Carroll is, again, I feel like for a while, he was slept on. In the beginning of his tenure in, in Seattle, they gave him his credit. I feel like he was slept on for a while. And, again, he's looking like one of the best coaches in the league. I would say so. So to so to close out, we think Geno Smith is a top ten quarterback right now. Yeah, he's he a be top an MVP like candidate. six, seven quarterback. Fuck the bias, bro. That is crazy. Brady and Rogers ahead of him. That's crazy. He's fourteenth, fifteenth. The fact that crazy. Derek Carr is there. Yeah, that's, look at the Raiders. Dude, the Raiders are what? They have one win, two wins, bro, two on. wins. They got blown Bad. out twenty four to zero. From, two okay, I think uh, Geno's five and three. Yeah. Come on. It's crazy, bro. Like we I'm said, hey, a little bit of full circle. Like we said at the very beginning, your coaching is everything. Coaching is everything. Mm -hmm. Coaching is everything. Gino gets put in the right situation. Pete Carroll's an all-time coach. Like, the coaching is everything. It's beautiful, and we'll wrap it up here, is because the, the 2022 NFL season is finally in the full swing of, like, team matters. Mm -hmm. It's no longer – like, superstars are helpful, but if you're a team, you could win games in the NFL. Right. And it's nothing new. But it's fine. Like we're finally able to see it on a bigger scale, and I'm happy to see it. I'm rooting for the Seahawks. I'm rooting for Geno. Like, and just on that note, is there any merit to? Because I saw a comment here, and I, I think I've seen it a few times. But talking about how great Pete Carroll is of a coach, is there any merit to him being even greater now, and us starting to look back and seeing, wow, like he's so good. We thought Russell Wilson was the reason the Seahawks yeah. were. It's in, Pete in Carroll, but yeah. it was Pete Carroll the whole time. So you're saying Russell Wilson's success? He's a product of the system. I don't know. I saw a couple comments. Whoa. And they kinda, Russell, Wilson was, Russell Wilson was a product of the system? He's, is that I guess what we're he, going into? I was going to say, I guess oh Russell Wilson's God. been a product of the system the whole I time. Say it, bro. Like, I think it's but hard. But it was a valid comment. I'm like, I can't argue that. I mean, what we've yeah. seen so far, it's like, look at Gino, man. Oh, my God. There's no yeah. way to like calculate that. Like, There's no way to objectively look back and be like, yes, Russ's success was tied to Pete Carroll. But is there a reason that they uh, – oh, they, I should have ran the ball. That was a good counter-argument. Yeah. Is there a reason they threw the ball on the, on the one-yard line? Well, anyways, he, he – Russ audibled out? I don't know. <laughs> Russ <laughs> always wants to pass the ball. Yeah. Pete Carroll yeah. looking like one of the best coaches in the NFL, if yeah. not the best. All Shout right. The well, 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Caps Off. That Don't forget to Happy Halloween. Go Happy Halloween. Like, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Eat candy. Join the Discord. Join the Discord. What else we got? Follow our socials, all that stuff. Socials, Caps Off Pod on Instagram, Caps Off Podcast on TikTok. Come yes, join sir. our Discord. Let's talk some shit. Go on YouTube too. Subscribe. We need yeah, you on yeah. YouTube, actually. Yeah, please. Yeah, come yeah. everywhere. Yo, peace. Have fun trick or treating. Bye.